What's up, Near Nation? Yeah, hey y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Killer Talk with Big Near. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right, Big Near. <laughs> okay, guys. So, for our 49th episode, 49th episode. 49! The trio is back. Uh-oh. <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna be nice to Queen this yeah. this recording because guys for Christmas she got me a crime scene and like investigate game. And I'm so excited to play. It's gonna be so fun. She gotta play with me. Y'all, it comes with like the evidence, the pictures, the witness list, the testimonies, like all types of stuff. It's just I love it. I'm so I love excited. It. I was thinking excited. So we have Queen here, my favorite. Hey. <laughs> That's it. Then we have Cuz E. Millie with the motherfucking really. I just want to say one thing. Okay. It was the cat in the library with the spoon. Um. <laughs> what exactly? What does that mean? <laughs> I just had to say that. Okay. <laughs> uh, if you guys can't tell, this is going to be a very interesting recording. Oh, God. <laughs> so, are you guys ready for today's case? Well, for one, how was you guys Christmas? It was good. It was good. That's good. It well, was way too busy for me. I'm having a quiet Christmas next year. Why was it too busy? We did this on every day. Is that not a- up. <laughs> Bro, I mean, sometimes you just want to do nothing. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas. Like, it's okay. <laughs> well, I'm glad everyone enjoyed their Christmas. So, the name of today's case is called Rough Play or Murder. Mm. <laughs> Today's case is about a young man named Lionel Tate. He was born in January 1987 on the Navy base in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Both of his parents was in the Navy, but they broke up when he was around one. And his mother got like full custody. Oh, they're Jamaican too. His mother is Jamaican. So Lonnie was left behind to be raised by like relatives a lot because his mother was always working. So people started to believe that kind of like made him start to get some type of like behavior issues because he was never, he didn't have his daddy. His mom was always gone. He's with relatives. You know, he felt left out, probably lonely, mm-hmm. you, you mm. know. Damn. So. At one year, at a year old, he was acting out? No, that's when the parents. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just <laughs> His parents broke up when he was one. 
Okay. But right. growing up, his he was raised by relatives. Okay. Yeah, I got it. I got it. So old teachers believe that Lonnie was very smart and playful, but he longed for attention. So the poor boy was just craving attention that he wasn't getting. So he played around in school a little too much, you know, which led to him getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. Of course, he's acting out for attention. And in the early 1990s, they moved to Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale, Fort, Fort Lauderdale. Lauderdale. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. If y'all watch Jocelyn, y'all, y'all know. <laughs> People that said it with me, Queen. <laughs> you know, that's like I was waiting for the backup because I don't know that song. Yeah, like Queen was supposed to jump in and give me the backup. She knows, she knows. We watch it together. <laughs> so. Was that rap shit? No, this is um, Jocelyn Cabaret. Oh. Cabaret. So when they moved to Fort Lauderdale, that's when he really began to act out. He was stealing other kids' toys. He was picking on them. Uh, yeah, he, he was being like a little bully. In 1996, <laughs> at the age of nine, his mother, Kathleen, began to study to become a Florida State Trooper. So while she was focusing on her studies, she sent him to Mississippi. Oh. She's doing a lot of shipping this young boy off, and he's yeah. nine at this point. So Nine years old? That's what you want to see him? Yeah, I didn't think Mississippi was like... I wouldn't want to send nobody to Mississippi. No offense if they live in Mississippi, but I just wouldn't want to send nobody there. Mississippi? It just sounds <laughs> racist and like... Oh, man. Okay. Am I, am I being mean? I don't want to speak out nothing against Mississippi. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Mississippi. Y'all scared to talk about Mississippi? <laughs> I mean, the people got to be there. People, people who live there, I'm sure they great. Wasn't did we do a case about people from Mississippi? I feel like have we had a Mississippi case? One in the one where the lady husband was cheating the basketball player or whatever. Basketball player, basketball player, basketball. Oh, oh, oh! That wasn't Mississippi. The coach, the coach. Right, while she's running down in New Orleans with some people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ava, Ava, that's the one that got killed. So. We're not gonna talk about Mississippi then. I'm sure there's nice people there, but probably just that Just the, the statistics ain't great. <laughs> the statistics is not great. You heard cuz. I mean So Okay. What? <laughs> I mean we just kinda last in education. You said we we're putting out education? Mississippi is kinda like, you know, fifty year education or some crazy shit. Oh, now we're talking about education. Okay, let's just move on. I don't want to offend people. I'm sorry, Mississippians. Yeah, so when Lionel came back a year later, he was much bigger. Like, you know, I mean, he in Mississippi probably eating good. We got now, and, now they do got some good cooking down there. Yeah. And his mother, Kathleen, was super busy working long hours. So she still don't got time for him. What kind of long uh, hours are you working to be a state trooper? Well, I guess, you know, she's a single mom, so those 12-hour shifts or whatever. Now, now, I don't know if she's a single mom. Why you say that? The son is not there. (laughs) 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 
Yeah. Now, the boy, when they was a year old, they, the parents split up. She done sent him to be raised by somebody else. Now that she's in Florida, getting ready to become a state trooper, apparently that takes a lot of your time. She sends him to Mississippi. But we want to claim to be a single mom. I don't know how that works. If you have no children in your possession, Cause you raise. What is in that, Cause what is in that cigar? <laughs> is it with you? Besides you, I, it's in my hand. Oh. <laughs> Okay, that makes sense. Oh, oh God. I mean, it's the same way. It's the same way people be like, oh, I'm a single mom. I just got to do all this stuff. Meanwhile, the dad in the picture, the grandparents in the picture, <laughs> you got all this hell, but you a single mom? I get it. Because we're, 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 we're tiptoeing <laughs> in line. Yeah, I don't want to piss time. off single moms. Yes, we don't want to piss off. We don't want to fuck up my fan base. I'm not sure who they are yet. And single moms can be a part of it. Oh, so, fam, near nation, um, not dumping on nobody that's single moms out there. But you can't tell me you a single mom when your son at nine years old living in Mississippi for somebody <laughs> else to raise. Okay, so we're gonna get back on track because, because I already see she on ten today. Oh my god, you guys, I apologize for any remarks she made, <laughs> but we're gonna. We're gonna we're gonna bring it back in now. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay. At this point, she a dad sending child support money. All right, guys. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Get on back to it. Thank you. So now Lonnie Lionel. Now in school, Lonnie is a bully. Because you know he's bigger than everybody. So now he really like the school bully, a big old little boy, you know, little big husky boys. You know, he's a big guy. So he would start fights with other students, but he would like say a lot of shit under his breath. And it got to the point where other students didn't want to sit next to him in class because he would either pick a fight with them or steal from them. Okay. Yeah, so he just got a bad rep. And he only been here, what, a year? Because mama just got him back. And he already caused trouble. Yikes. So teachers told Kathleen about his aggressive behavior. But she didn't believe them. She said other students are starting with him because that's what Lionel would tell her. Mm. So you know how mamas are. You know, that's my baby. Ain't nobody. Yeah, he ain't messing with them. They messing with him. So even if the teachers try to discipline him, she would come up to the school, y'all, sometimes wearing her uniform with the gun on her hip. It's not scare tactics. Yes. So I'm kind of seeing where he got his little aggressive behavior from. Mm. I mean, that was that's not a little aggressive. You that's a lot of aggressive. With your uniform, with your mm-hmm. gun, to confront a teacher. I mean, could have left the gun in the car. We're going into school here. <laughs> like it ain't that deep. The boy just got detention, and you coming in there with a gun. I, mean, I can see it. Yes, it's a little violent. In June 1999, Lionel was lonely. He had no friends. And around this time, Kathleen got back in contact with her old friend named, oh, her name, D-E-W-E-E-S-E, D-E-W-E-E-S-E, That's her name? Yeah, that's her name. Deweez? Deweez, I guess Deweez. She's Jamaican, maybe that's. Okay, maybe that's it. Uh, and she had maybe, a daughter name. Maybe somebody <laughs> Jamaican can chime in and tell us how to pronounce it. Yeah. Um, she had a daughter named Tiffany who was six. 
So they began watching each other kids. You know how it is. They're both single moms. They help each other out. And on July 28th, Kathleen went to go get Tiffany so she can babysit her. So around this time, Lionel is, what is he, 12? Mm. Yes, he's 12 at this time. Yes. So it's around 1030. Um, the police get a call about a child not breathing. They go to the house. It's Kathleen. And she's home with her son. Like I said, Lionel. And minutes later, when the paramedics arrived, they rushed her to the hospital. But, you know, it was a little too late. She was pronounced dead. Oh, no. Yeah. So that's when Kathleen called the Weeds to see if Tiffany had asthma. Because, you know, she didn't know why the girl stopped breathing. And the Weeds asked her, like, you know, why? And she told her that her child wasn't breathing. So, of course, you know, she rushes to... That's kind of sad. Like, you watching somebody's child and you got to call and tell them that they child at the hospital. That's awful. Yeah, like, I wouldn't want to make that phone call. No. Especially, so, I mean, didn't they just meet? No, they got back in contact. Well, yeah, they just got back in contact like a month ago. A month prior. Jeez Louise. So, the police go and talk to Kathleen to get her story. And she said around 7, she cooked them dinner. And then she went upstairs to lay down. So the police go talk to Lionel. And he said that after dinner, Tiffany was saying that her stomach was hurting. And then she threw up before laying on the couch. Then Lionel said later he noticed that Tiffany wasn't breathing. And then he went to get his mother. So at first, you know, at first little police get there, it just looked like maybe she choked to death. It didn't like no foul play happened at this moment. Like with the cops just getting there, seeing what's going on. It didn't look suspicious. But that was until the next day when the autopsy was performed and it showed that Tiffany at 48 pounds had 35 injuries, including a fractured skull, mm. fractured ribs, and a swollen brain. What? Mm. Yeah. Now, Lionel. Yeah. Yes. Damn. Yeah. And what? Was so bad it could only have happened on purpose, and now her cause of death is homicide. So now the police gotta go back and figure out what the hell really happened, because she didn't just choke in her sleep or whatever they thought it was at first. So the police goes back and talk to the tapes, and they couldn't find Kathleen at first, so they found Lionel at a relative house. So they brought him into the station. And in Florida, back in the day, you didn't need the parents there to question a minor. So they was able just to get them. So they take him to the police station. And that's when he tell them that him and Tiffany was playing tag. Mind you, Lionel was 170 pounds. Tiffany's 48 pounds. Running back. <laughs> yeah. A lot they, of was, they was playing tag. And the police started to think that maybe... Lionel could have been the one to hurt Tiffany. So that's when they started recording the interview. Because at first they was just, they didn't know. They thought maybe the mama could have did it. But they just, you know, they didn't know at first. But right. after talking to him, they like, you know, maybe he could have done this. So they started recording it. And mm. that's when Lionel told the police that he came behind Tiffany and squeezed her tight. And she screamed out, grabbing her side of the body, which is the same side that her liver is on. And she had damaged injuries to her liver. 
He told them that he came behind her and squeezed her like really tight and she screamed out and grabbed the side of her body, which was the same side, like with her side of her where her liver was. He squeezed her that fucking time. Yeah. So, Lionel said at some point Tiffany hit her leg on the stairs and then she went to the bathroom to throw up and then after that he said that she claimed she was tired and she went to lay down on the couch and went to sleep. So then he said he noticed she was asleep but like her head was twisted. So you know you sleep on the couch and your head kind of like off the couch so he said he went to move her head back, and that's when she hit her head on a coffee table. <laughs> Y'all, that's not funny. It's not funny, but what the fuck? He, he said what? He went to move her head, and then he put her like on the pillow and moved his hand. Her head like hit the coffee table. <laughs> no way. That's fine. That- no, that's impossible, son. This is his story. And then he said, like, three minutes later, Tiffany, like, yelled out, ow. Three minutes? Yeah, that's... <laughs> this is Lionel's story, guys. Three minutes, so specific. Exactly three minutes later. Yes. She says, ow. Yes. So, Kathleen apparently heard some noise downstairs, and she asked what was going on, and Lionel told her that was Tiffany, and she told Tiffany to stop making all that noise, before she like pop her butt, but she never came downstairs to check and see what was going on. You hear a six year old screaming and you don't come in to investigate. She just it just sound like you know I get child. I, 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 I can't answer that. Only she can answer that because I thought the same thing. Like mm-hmm. you wouldn't come check to see what's going on. It's a lot of noise going on down there, and you know your son is known for being a little aggressive. So. Mm-hmm. Maybe let's check and see what's going on. Mm-hmm. A little. You yeah. So the police realized that Lionel caused the injuries and he was trying to like explain them away as like little accidents. Because of course he didn't want to get in trouble. Mm-hmm. So later that day, the police was able to track down Kathleen and question her. And that's when she told him that she went to take the nap. She woke up when she heard Tiffany making noise. She asked Lionel, same thing he said. And he told her that she was making noises because she was sleeping, like trying to sound like a baby. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what her son said. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why are y'all laughing? I'm telling trying, you. What? Trying I'm to sound like a baby? Yeah. Mind y'all, he is 12. You got to remember this. Okay, He's a 12 year old. Okay. 12 year old. So things aren't going to make, you know, the best of sense. So that's when Kathleen, like I said, called out and told her to stop before she spanked her butt and she said it stopped. So I guess she thought that she was just playing. So the police went and asked Lionel, like, you know, why didn't you tell your mama that Tiffany was hurt? And he said he didn't want to get in trouble. Mm. Yeah. And Lionel claimed that he told his mother that uh, well, I'm sorry. He said he didn't tell his mother that Tiffany hit her head on the table. Or that somehow she got cut when she hit her leg on the stairs. So he didn't tell her that none of that. So after the police realized Lionel was the reason that Tiffany was dead, of course they had to arrest this 12-year-old for murder. 
And you know, the police was trying to figure out like why, why would this 12 year old just kill this sweet, innocent six year old? Like, that is crazy though. Like, wrong with him? like, you know, we're gonna. I mean, so far, he just thinks something. He's aggressive. Kids that aggressive aren't aggressive for no reason. At that age, like, he clearly has some type of behavior issues going on. Yeah. So, Jim Lewis was Lionel's attorney, and he felt like it was just an accident. Lionel didn't know his own strength. Which is possible. He's 12. Yes. But the prosecutors believe that the crime was so bad that he needs to be tried as an adult. Because at first, they was going to do it in juvenile court. And they felt like they did it there. He would only get six to nine months. And they didn't think that was a fair punishment for the crime. So on August 11th, the grand jury came together. They voted to indict Lionel on first-degree murder. 12 years old. At 12 years old. I think he was like the youngest person in Florida's history. In 1999. Yep. If he got convicted, he is facing life in prison. At 12. At 12. 12 years old. Yes. So, on August 8th, Tiffany funeral was held. And that was like, they showed a clip of it. That was so sad. Yeah. And she was a cute little girl. Um. So, the defense got got to work because they got to get this they got to figure out how they going to, you know get this defense going that boy's facing life, they got to come up with something good and, you know, figure out how they can explain this one away hate to say it like that, but that's kind of what defense does, mm-hmm. they kind of try to explain shit away, so they said that Lionel accidentally killed Ki- they said Lionel accidentally killed Tiffany while copying a move he saw on wrestling because he was a big WWE fan and apparently The Rock was his favorite wrestler. Yeah, that's Rock. That was Rock Pete wrestling. Yep. 97, 98. So as the pre-trial hearings began in spring 2000, Lewis, the attorney, began doing TV interviews, you know, trying to tell everybody that it was because of the violence from professional wrestling and that the reason behind all this. And he was trying to get all that going. You better come up with a spin. Yeah. So, of course, this went viral. It was all over the news, the newspapers. Like, everyone heard about the case of the little boy killing the girl with the wrestling move. Like, Mm -hmm. even I heard about it. Mm -hmm. So, they did a video, the defense did, where Lionel was talking with the psychologist like a few months after Tiffany passed in his living room, showing him exactly what he was doing. And, you know, they showed the video on... I found this on American Justice. I had a good episode. It was like season four, if y'all want to watch it. So, uh, where am I at? All right. So, the video was 20 minutes, and Lionel showed all the wrestling moves he did on Tiffany, even when she hit, like, he even showed how he she hit the pole, because they got one of those spiral staircases. Mm. So, he even showed when she hit the pole and all that. In the video, Lionel also expressed that he loved Tiffany like a cousin and had nothing but good feelings towards her and how he felt terrible about what happened. I get it. You know, I ain't gonna lie. I used to uh, pick up Al and slam her on the bed like... (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, at least you did the bed somewhere where she can bounce. You ain't no. take her and slam her on a coffee table or bang her head against the pole or nothing. I mean, you know how they used to pick the dude up by yeah. his like, shoulders and then just be like, yes. <laughs> but you did the bed. I think we all did that as a child. The bed is safe. We won't slamming people on the ground. No, we're not. Or running them into the wall and shit. No, my mom would be like, what in the. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. So, prosecutors said that Lionel didn't say anything when they was recording him about a wrestling move or none of that. And they said the injuries don't match a simple wrestling move. Right. Like, she, she did have a lot of injuries. She had 35. Yeah. I don't think a slam Mm-mm. or a little pole trick will cause 35 injuries. Not a pole trick. Well, I didn't even say Because... <laughs> <laughs> so many people wanted it to work out like they didn't want Lionel to get life even Tiffany mother didn't want him to get life she wanted him to get help you know she didn't want he was 12 nobody wanted to see a 12 year old go to prison for life even the prosecutors didn't want him to go to prison for life either right. so in February 2000 the prosecutors approached Lionel with a deal where he'll plead guilty to second degree murder and served two years in juvie. Which is not a bad deal. But since he's 12, it's not up to him to decide. It was up to his mother. And she turned it down because she said it was an accident. He's innocent. Yeah, she's not taking it. Yeah. But two years in juvie is better than risking a whole (laughs) life in prison. I mean, yeah, I think I would even if I did think it's an accident, someone still dies. It's a consequence for everything you do. And doesn't it? It it don't really go on your permanent record, right? Like when you turn 17, it would be gone. Like, right. I don't know Florida laws outside. That's true. I could be making shit up. No, but I think that is true. Your juvenile records are like sealed. Right. So I think I thought that was. This reminds me of damn Keisha. Aaron, when she didn't take that deal for the 10 years and end up getting life. Child, Keisha was dumb. It's the same thing. Like, sometimes you gotta take it. Like, if it sounds good, just, that like, th- yes. that's a sweet deal. That's like, yes, take it. Bye. Yes, take it. Like, I'm right. like, hell yeah. Fuck it. Two years, two years in juvie compared to life. And he's 12. He'll get out at what, 14, 15 maybe? If he he still nine. got plenty of time. Exactly. And it's you know, it's not like prison, I'm sure. I, mean, I know it's a little rough, but mm-hmm. he'll still get his education and stuff. Right. So, over the next couple months, the prosecution kept trying to offer her the deal. Just kept trying and trying all the way up to trial, even to the day before trial. They even was like, come on, I'm offering it to you. Same as that deal. Mm-mm. And she kept saying, nope, 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 nope. So she got what she wanted on, on January 16th. 2001, the trial began. So this is where prosecutors laid out how Lionel beat Tiffany for over five minutes, kicking, stomping, and apparently Lionel admitted to punching Tiffany 35 to 40 times while his mother slept upstairs with a closed door. Oh, my God. And this is why you should have taken the deal. (laughs) Like, this opening right here as a jury, I'd be like, damn. Like, what are you going to say to, like, five minutes? And I rest my case, Your Honor. 
You beat her. I mean, you punched her 35 to 40 times. And in his mind, he probably thought he was just playing. Yeah. But I'm sure she, oh, Jesus. So, apparently, Lionel... Yeah, wait, though. She had to be loud as hell. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Loud. Like, she didn't hear that. Maybe she's a heavy sleeper. But she heard her enough to she heard the three minutes later out and what y'all <laughs> doing down there. That's true. That is true. But she didn't hear the 35 punching and the screaming. Right. She had to be screaming. Had no to. way. So Lock her ass up too. Lionel's stopping on her so forcefully that her liver um, lacerated. Sure. Like spill open. Huh? Isn't that what that means, cuz? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's terrible. And that's not from a squeeze. You say you squeeze there. No way. No. But way. also, let's rewind because then you say at the beginning that there were no visible signs of abuse. Yeah. How is that possible? If you're like that- it was like bruising under her clothes and stuff and they just looked at her. I don't know. That I'm thinking the same thing. She had head swollen, like she did have a lot of hair, but I don't know if that I, I don't I don't know. Even if she hit her head, there wasn't a knot on her head. <sighs> Look, I have no idea what those officers saw. So the defense goes up there. I know and- what they saw. What <laughs> a little black girl they was like, yeah. Next, yeah. So the fence gets up, and they say that it's an accidental, accidental. <laughs> they said it was an accident with play fighting, doing wrestling moves he's seen on TV, not knowing that it'll really hurt Tiffany. I mean, defense ought to go with something, guys. They, no, that's good though. Yeah, that's real good. So the prosecutors get up there, and they call Tiffany mother, and she get on the stand, of course. Telling about her life with her baby, cause how she's a single mother, you know, how her daughter, they was like best friends, you know, all this other heartfelt stuff. And she also said that Tiffany loved playing with her new friend Lionel. Oh, which would have broke my heart. Yeah, because she was probably like, Oh, that's my big brother. Like we be yeah, it's like my cousin, like he's cool, yeah. older. Oh. He was like, Tiffany, watch this. Watch this wrestling move. Watch. Yep. So, Deweese also revealed that a day after Tiffany's death, Lionel came up to her and asked for Tiffany's toys and if he can live with her since Tiffany's not going to come back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He said to who? To the mother, to Deweese. <laughs> yeah. This is not psychotic, y'all. I mean, it, it is. <laughs> it, I mean, I, I can't lie. It is. It's 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 a little it's a little like, psychotic. This is way out there. Yeah. Like, this is not even like you just bad as hell. This yeah. is like you fucked up. Yeah. It's it's pretty bad. The, can I come live with you? No, you just killed. <laughs> you just killed my fucking daughter. Can you, you come live with me? <sighs> so. Prosecutors believe this could only be the wise is a good Christian woman because she's better than me. You said what? The wise must be a good Christian woman because mama liable to get her ass whooped. Yeah. I can't I can't beat up a twelve year old. Oh yeah. I'm fucking tag the mama. Yeah. Uh, Thirty five times. 
So the prosecutors believe that that was his motive for killing Tiffany. He wanted her mother. Probably because her mother's more attentive than his mother. Maybe. And just, I don't know why he wanted her toys. She's six, but maybe she had cooler toys. Oh, but he's a toy thief, so it does fit his thing. <laughs> it's a profile. So on cross, because you know the defense can cross the witness, on cross, Deweese did admit that Tiffany and Lionel were close like brothers and sisters. Which, I mean, I don't really know if that's the case, Annie. But I get what you're saying. Right. So, prosecutors used that same tape that the defense had made showing what Lionel did, thinking that was helping them. They used it back on them and showing that the wrestling moves that he did do not match the moves that, the injuries that Tiffany had. Like we had said earlier. Mm -hmm. So the prosecutors also call up Michael Brandon, who is a psychologist and a former pro wrestler. And he interviewed Lionel three times. He said Lionel knew those moves could hurt someone in real life. Like he talked to him and he was very aware that those moves could really hurt somebody. Then the defense turned... But the judge like threw out a lot of what the defense was going to use in the pretrial because they was trying to take down wrestling, and the judge didn't want this to be a whole wrestling. Is the you know they didn't want that whole thing, so they couldn't really use a lot of their stuff dealing with pro wrestling being the reason. So <clears throat> they did a lot of defense to show two videos of wrestlers doing the same moves that Lionel claimed he did on Tiffany which was a wrestler slamming somebody on the floor <clears throat> and pushing somebody through an iron gate, which these are very, <clears throat> very kind of violent. Iron gate? Yeah, but of course he didn't have that, so it's probably the pole. Oh, man. Or like the wall or something. So defense call up a forensic pathologist who said that the moves could have caused Tiffany injuries. But then the prosecution get up there and cross-examine him, and he did admit that the injuries was too severe to be done accidentally. So it's kind of like, well, damn. As soon as you right. get something, the uh, prosecution come and shut that down. Which, I mean, the, it's 35 injuries. Yeah. You kind of can't just explain that away to a wrestling move. Two times, it'd be like... Uh-oh. Yeah. But like, 35... 30 no. That's a lot. So then the defense call up Kathleen. Oh, no, Kathleen, state trooper. Yep. She tells what happened when she found Tiffany. Does she have the gun on the hip this time? No, no. She's in the courtroom. She don't have the gun on the hip. Kathleen did <laughs> say that Tiffany didn't have a pulse. So she called 911 and she began doing CPR. Kathleen said that she didn't know what happened to cause this and had no idea that Lionel did anything. Which, I mean, Kathleen, come on. Mm. So, she did say that when she told Lionel that Tiffany was dead, that he did look very shocked. Which, I mean, I'm sure he didn't plan to kill her. Maybe he was just upset and being a little rough. I don't know. But on cross, prosecutors claim Kathleen did know something because she turned over a pillow that had blood on it mm -hmm. and questioned her 
about the noise she heard and how they were actually Tiffany crying for help and Kathleen ignored them. Which, five minutes, I'm sure a little girl was crying for help. She was screaming for help. Yes. So, on the 25th, the trial was over and the jury deliberated for three hours <clears throat> before, of course, mm -hmm. they found him guilty. Mm-hmm. And seven weeks later, Lionel returned to court for sentencing where he was given life without parole at 14 years old. Jesus. Yes. But no one, you know, wanted him to get life, like I said. Even the judge didn't want to do it. Prosecution didn't want him to get life, but they had no choice. Because he didn't want to take the deal. Oh, yeah, that was the punishment for it. But here go. Okay, so now that we know this information, it's not suspicious that the mom said no to the deal. What do you mean? There was blood. She knew the girl was in pain and screaming. Oh, yeah. That's true. But knew at some point, it's going to come out. It's going to be a shakedown. The boy is 12. Y'all coached him as best you could, but he's still 12. What do you mean coached him as best they could? First time they talked to him, he didn't say nothing about wrestling. Now, all of a sudden, we got this big, elaborate wrestling this and wrestling that and here go a, psychology, a wrestling psychologist and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. Then the pillow with the blood. Oh yeah, I came down and I did CPR. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean they could have, you saying they helped him. They helped cover it or like try to help cover him. it. Yeah. Oh, oh, like telling him to stay wrestling. Yeah, be like, hey, so this is what we came up with. This is what you need to say. That the questions they're gonna ask is what you need, how you need to answer them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. true. That could have, that could have. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Lionel was sent right to adult prison, but three days later, the governor moved him to juvie. At this time, everybody across the country was losing their minds about a 14 year old getting life in prison. So they wrote the governor asking for clemency mm -hmm. to release him. Right. But the governor said no, he need to serve at least two years before he reconsider. Which was agree, I agree. Yeah. So Lionel got a new attorney who fought for appeal that took two years, saying that at thirteen years old he was not competent to stand an adult trial. He wasn't there mentally to understand what was going on mm. in an adult trial. He needed a juvenile. He needed to be tried as a minor. Mm. So, in September 2003, the appeal went to court, and he was granted a new trial. So, the prosecutors came and offered him the same deal, a three or two years, which was already served, plus 10 years of probation and one year house arrest. Now, Lionel was 16 at this, at this point, so he can accept it, so he took it. Right. So on January 26, 2004, he was released from prison. But it's not over yet. On September 3rd, 2004, he was rearrested for violating the terms of his plea bargain because he was out his house, because he was supposed to be on house arrest. So he's outside with a four inch knife. Mm. He ended up getting in trouble for that and got an additional five years on his probation. Then on May 23rd, 2005, <clears throat> he was charged with armed robbery with battery 
and armed burglary and violating his probation. Oh. Yeah, he apparently tried to rob, well, he did rob a Domino's pizza man outside of his friend's apartment. Domino's? Yeah. And apparently he went back in the house and assaulted somebody that lived there. And the guy who he robbed from Domino's ended up calling the police. They went to the scene. They couldn't find no gun, but they did arrest him. And in 2006, he accepted a plea bargain which he'll be sentenced to 10 to 30 years for the robbery. So how much money he got from the robbery, y'all? He got $33.60. Well, I hope 10 years was worth $30. Is in prison. <laughs> so on February 19, 2008, he pleaded no contest to the robbery charge and was sentenced to 10 years. And they were one concurrently with his 30-year sentence for violating his probation with the, you know, killing Tiffany. So, yeah, he has 40 years in prison now. So now he's back in prison. He's not even what? Yeah, he was, what, 16 in 2004. So he's 18 when he got sentenced to 40 years. They're gonna be six, down there, sixty years old. Yeah. So at this point, what do y'all, what are y'all thinking? I think it's clearly something was wrong because he went, got out, and within what nine months, because he got out in January two thousand four. By September, he violated his probation, and then by the next year, he's robbing the pizza man. Why what happened to him? Got him tested. Or- yeah, something. Maybe something happened. Well, he was in juvie. They don't rape in juvie, do they? I mean, they was probably fighting. He's a big boy. He should be. Well, he was skinny. He was much smaller when he was sixteen. He lost a lot of weight. He probably had a growth spurt or something. Yeah, the like what something was mentally wrong. What, what, what do y'all think? What do y'all thoughts? What do y'all thoughts? Hmm? I think to the. He should have been in some extracurriculars or something to let that aggression out somewhere. Like football. Yeah. Or He's a big boy. Something. Football would be good. He just needed some love. His mama to be there for him. Yeah. Are you okay, Queen? It's just fucked up. He's <laughs> fucked up. Like... He was young, though. This boy was freaking 12 he when he killed somebody. Like, you know, some type of yeah, I did. He fucked up again. He did. I think at that point he probably was just, I don't know, just gave up. Maybe his mom, I, I don't know, because his mama was going so hard. So I don't get. Yeah, like she was fighting so hard though. And then, but she also babied him. She never really made him take consequences for his behavior. He this. She didn't even want him to go to prison. Like he needs some type of consequence. That's the problem. Well, he needs some structure. Yes. Clearly. Being bounced around and bounced around and bounced around. Yeah, he didn't know how long. He was only with you back for a year before he killed somebody. And you just met got back in contact with that poor girl, poor lady, a month before your son killed her daughter. Yeah. Yeah, got back in contact in June. He killed her in July. This is so like <laughs> But the story, like, it was it was all... Now, I believe he really could have been doing wrestling moves on her because what we all love wrestling. 99, everybody was a wrestling fan. 
But he knew he was hurting her. I'm sure she was screaming and she was crying and all of that. Psychopath, because he didn't give a fuck. He kept going. Maybe her pain was like, Why are you punching her 35 40 times? That's ridiculous. That's not like a quick one, two. Yeah, you just yes, like, because that's crazy. Clearly, out here, I don't. Placing her head to busting her shit open on the table. Yeah, like you, her brain was swollen. Like you were supposed to be moving. Her ribs broken. Like, yeah, he just dropped her head on the table. He broke. He probably like slammed her ass on the table for real. Yeah, he's like he's twelve and she's six. And she probably threw up because he was punching her thirty five times. Yeah. Yeah. She, he she probably threw up and then passed out. Thirty five to forty times. Christ on a cracker. That is insane. Mama should have took that deal and also got him some help. Uh, now, I, I hope he's getting some help now. He's going to be like, what, 60 when he get out? What he going to do? 40 years. He's 18. When he went in there. I hope he getting some help in there. I hope so, too. Jesus Christ! His whole life is over. He can't. Well, he can get married and all that, but who want to marry somebody fifty eight, fresh out of prison, that went in at eighteen? You don't know nothing. Yeah, you don't know how to be a man. You don't know how to be an adult. No. He we, we done. We done all seen that prison show. What love? Um, at the lockup. Love at the lockup. Yeah, somebody in love. Oh yeah, the boy got locked up when he was um a teenager. And he got out. He was dealing with the girl that had the baby. Who was that? Uh, he had dreads. I cannot remember his name. Crap. What was that boy name? Quay Quay. Oh, yes. Uh, and then he. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Him. He ended up yeah, cheating. Yeah. He went in there as a teenager. She was dealing with him. Well, no. I would not have. It's a no for me. Yeah. It's a hell no for me. He might live with his mama. She didn't. This is what happens when you baby your kids. Now you're stuck with them as a baby, as an adult. <laughs> she gonna be able to get to take care of her aggressive son. <sighs> I thought you said this was gonna be funny. No, I. And when the Indians are funny, <laughs> baby said this is gonna be a good one. Yeah, a good one meaning we were all together. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean that the case was going to be funny. <laughs> the case is very sad, guys. Yeah, I'm not having a great time. Sorry, but you know, I remember this case and I wanted to do it. I haven't heard no one else do it, so I was like, <laughs> right. You know, I do cases, not everybody do. And this is a very, this is a good one that should be covered more. I don't know why it's not. But I'm sure at the Killer Talk a bit near posted, more people cover it too. Oh, everybody gonna be trying to get in on it. <laughs> Look at me about this shit. <laughs> but yes, guys, you got any final thoughts before we wrap? Don't fuck your kids up. Be there for them. Yeah, don't send them to Mississippi. <laughs> 
Queen, any final thoughts? If you feel like they are, they just might fucking be. Figure it out. Yeah. Don't push it out of the road. Figure out what the You know some shit ain't right. That's true. For sure. <laughs> yes, guys. As always, thank y'all for listening. Sorry, this is like a little sad case. For it. it was good. Pretty little girl. Oh, I showed y'all pictures. Oh, Who are you showing pictures? I can't see nothing. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, y'all will post the pictures. <laughs> I will post the pictures on the Instagram so you guys can see Lionel and Tiffany. But follow the Instagram at Killer Talk would be in. Follow the TikTok at Killer Talk would be here. Um, Apple Podcasts listeners. I'm going to keep saying this every episode. Go to Spotify and follow. Go to Spotify and follow. It's going up though. So go to Spotify and follow. I just need probably like 15 more, y'all, to go to Spotify and follow and we lit. So come on, guys. Just go to Spotify. But yeah, Spotify. The trio is here. It was a great case. Sorry it was sad, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, cuz, you know, we're gonna talk about some of those comments. But um, thank you guys. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Until next time.